0: Richard case
1: well good morning Kathy uh, good morning how are you doing today
2: doing great <laughs> yeah
1: it's uh, it's good good week good good times uh, walking with God having fun um, you know we talk about our uh, title is uh, you know come and see uh, finding truth in a world of chaos and Um mm-hmm. uh, Just had a discussion uh, actually this morning uh, about the aspect of truth Mm. uh, and that um, there's a movement away from truth, uh, particularly for believers, and uh, it's around, uh, we kind of got led to this interesting thought uh, when Satan appealed to Adam and Eve.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the first question he asked is, "Did God really say?" Mm-hmm. Um, and he's really attacking, you know, the veracity of truth. Is is that really true? And right. by the way, he said, "Well, okay, I, I know you you kind of know a little bit about what God said, but surely." The consequence won't be what he said. In other words, mm-hmm. what he said isn't true. So the two questions are: Have you really understood God's truth at all? Mm-hmm. Really? And then two is: eh, it's not going to be true anyway. Um, mm-hmm. And don't you know? Don't don't do it. So there's a movement away from uh, absolute truth, which, by the way, we know something about that. It's it's resident in Scripture.
2: Right.
1: Which is why he gave it to us. Is that without it? I mean, think about if we wouldn't have had scripture, we would have lost it a long time ago because it would oh, have been, yeah. it would have been filtered down into tradition and into here's how it goes. And, and we have With a great so e-
2: much of culture integrating into it. And we have a great example
1: down, yeah. is the uh, Jews themselves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They even
1: had scripture, but the Pharisees developed their own system. Mm-hmm. and said, this is God's law. And Jesus came and said, what? You say this is God's law? Right. Wait a minute. That's not where even... Where are you getting
2: that from? Where are you <laughs> getting that from?
1: Well, because we developed, you know, and this is what would happen is... is and isn't uh, this
2: a good idea?
1: <laughs> we would we would have developed our own system. And God keeps telling us, well, I've already given you a... a uh, Uh, central piece of truth Mm -hmm. that is what we call immutable it's absolute it's true and it's always Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not kind of it's not for a season it's it's always so that uh, the truth of scripture stands and this is this is a really cool uh, illustration of it is that um, after Jesus died and was resurrected Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a group of Jews called the Essenes and they were, they were uh, kind of a uh, keeper of the word of God and were really focused on making sure that they, they maintained it and kept it and, uh, and, uh, and had everybody if they, in their group follow it. Um, well, they realized that the Romans uh were you know starting to come after them come after mm-hmm. the whole nation christians the jews whatever uh, and and so what they did is that and they were they were uh copiers of the word of god right um and remember in the hebrew at that this is old testament stuff in the hebrew there's no vowels it's just dots mm. and jots Right. And they have to be very precise, you know. And so, and and they would have these long scrolls and they would get it proofread. Interesting enough, Mm -hmm. they'd have the original and then somebody would proofread it, proofread it, proofread it. If they had one dot off after spending probably weeks doing Mm. it, they'd say, You got to throw it out. Uh. Do it over. And they were no they delete
2: were, button on their computer they were right? keepers <laughs> of, the,
1: of the actual original okay so what they did is because of the fear of the Jew of the Romans they took these scrolls and hid them in jars mm-hmm. in in the caves in Qumran which mm. is south of, of Israel of south of Jerusalem um, and they put them in there and put them deep into caves and and they were there. And then, of course, then the, the Romans came after them. Uh, uh, this would be not too far, actually, from Masada. I don't know if you know the story of Masada, mm-hmm. where uh, Masada was a group of, uh, of including Essenes, and um, it's on a, a plateau. And in order to get to it, uh, you'd have to scale walls, and you you couldn't do it. So it, once you and they had a, a way of getting in and getting out. Uh, well, the Romans came after him, mm-hmm. um, and they couldn't get there. But they're going to kill him, and so <laughs> for about a, almost a year, they build a road from the bottom to the top,
3: mm.
1: and uh, and they just keep piling up dirt, rocks, you know, and do an incline, dirt, rocks, do an incline, just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, till finally they can <laughs> they can get there. Uh, well, the, the Essenes and the, and the group that were there in Masada knew that they were coming,
3: mm-hmm. and
1: there's no way that they could win. They're going to get killed. So they had a, a uh, mass suicide. And wow. And they killed each other, including they had the last 10,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they had they assigned you kill him, and then you kill him, and then you kill him, and there's one guy left, and he killed himself um and wow. and so when they came up everybody was dead um and and because they knew we we're going to get killed anyway so they, they died uh so the story of masada uh well kumra they had hid these goals in Qumran. well and this is interesting and again i believe this is god's you know reinforcement the very day In uh, 19, um, I think it's 1946, that Israel became a nation through the United Nations.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: A shepherd walks into the caves in Qumran and discovers the Bible.
2: Wow.
1: Um, And he, he looks at these jars, recognizes the scrolls, Mm-hmm. recognizes it's scripture and you know obviously highlights the authorities that hey there's 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 bible scrolls here
3: mm-hmm.
1: of course he didn't know what he had exactly but you know he gives them to the you know the authorities and now they start to recover them and then start to look at them and they t- they took these scrolls now this is 2000 years later mhm and uh, remember, the originals had survived. Right. Uh, so they had passed down the originals you know, day after day, and week after week, month after month, year after year, which is why we got the New Testament and the Old Testament being able to be translated from the Greek and Hebrew. Um, and they have the original letters you know, from Paul, et cetera. So as uh, they looked at them, they did a comparison of the Qumran scrolls to what had been copied over the two thousand years, mm-hmm. and guess what? Exactly the same.
2: How beautiful! Uh, That's so cool.
1: And it was it was God telling everybody, "My truth is my truth," mm-hmm. and because of how I had the people do this, they never were it allowed. Stands
2: accurately, they yeah.
1: never were allowed to take. Truth, mm-hmm. and move it into non-truth, and mm. and what we have in you know today, in all those copying,
3: mm-hmm.
1: throughout the two thousand years, exactly the same as the Qumran scrolls.
3: Wow! Uh,
1: and by the way, it's you can see it; they travel around. You can see them; it's in museums. It's really beautiful to see that. And Israel has them uh, over there in uh, in Jerusalem. Uh, so when we look at the word uh, that. Uh, It's absolutely true. And God says that finding truth in a world of chaos is don't fall for did I really say or Mm -hmm. is it really true or it's not going to happen is go the other direction and say, well, the word's true. Right. I'm always going to go there, which is, by the way, why, why we do it this way. You know, we don't just tell you here's some good ideas. It's, well, let's just see what the word has to say. Right. Uh, because it stands on its own and is true. And we're going to try to help you understand the truth and then apply it to your life. And then have a heart to go seek it because we have the one who can tell us the truth.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then help us understand how is it true, not I doubt if it's true. Uh, instead yeah. of, uh, and right now, again, uh, churches are even diminishing the word. They're using, uh, uh, you know, even tr- even English, what I call paraphrases, that mm-hmm. isn't really the word of God. It's just somebody's opinion of the word of God. There's sexed, sext, S-E-C-T-S mm-hmm. uh, groups that say, well, I'm going uh, uh, to write a Bible of non-gender. or I'm going to write a Bible of homosexuality or I'm going to write a Bible that looks like this and rephrase it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, And take, in essence, take away the truth of it so that if we went and did that comparison to the Qumran scrolls, we would say, wait a minute. This is all different. It doesn't hold. Because it doesn't hold. And so if we're going to pursue truth, uh, we would like you to really understand it comes through the, the trust in the word of God. Mm hmm that we always wanna to go to the Word of God and our abiding, what do you have to say about this? And then help me understand it as it applies to me, because you have the Holy Spirit within you who's the author of the book.
2: <laughs> right. Can I insert yeah. just a couple thoughts yeah. in that vein? Um, as you're speaking, I'm reminded of John 1, 1. In the beginning yeah. was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And I remember um, hearing this phraseology before, and I thought it was just so sweet. Literally, when you are hanging on. According to this verse, when you are hanging on every word that God says, you are hanging on Jesus. Mm. And and that's a beautiful thing to think, y'all. that is hanging on truth, hanging on his word is hanging on him. Yeah. And that's all about abiding. So that's one. And then the other thing is, I just think this is um, a great opportunity for you to just give reminders, or maybe some people is that's listening haven't heard this before of the more trusted re- translations. you know we talk about when we do the retreats, um, how there are word for word translations. there are phrase for phrase, thought for thought, um, amplified version. It may be worthwhile just to mention that a little bit as you brought that up and other translations are coming out that are modifying truth. Yeah. Um, I think it would be wise just in an equipment to take a moment to just share those differences with people real quick and then move on with what we're talking about. Yeah,
1: I think that would be. Um, so uh, we've talked about uh, you know, the Greek and Hebrew, mm-hmm. uh, which are the languages of the Bible. Uh, Hebrew is Old Testament and Greek is New Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, it just so happens uh, that of all the languages in the history of the world, that these two languages are the most precise mm-hmm. of every word that means something and is knowable. Right. Um, and and so uh, there's no fuzziness to it. It's because they were so beautifully expressed because they happen to be the very, very best in history. Uh, now, um, in the Greek and Hebrew of the original Bible there's 15,000 mm-hmm. different words that are right. written and used to convey truth. Right. Um, and when Jesus, for example, would speak even to the Jews, well, they would completely understand exactly what he's saying.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, unfortunately, uh, most of us, uh, I did a seminary, but... Um, uh, we don't know Greek and Hebrew, right? Uh, we know English. Uh, in our in our country, we know English. In the English of that same 15,000 words, there's only 5,000 unique English words mm-hmm. that are used because they can't translate it into a specific word without expanding it mm-hmm. to five, six, seven, eight words. So they just come up with a word. Uh, right, and so we're missing. Now think about that. If there's fifteen thousand original definitions, but we only read five thousand, we're missing how much of the Bible already.
2: Yeah, we it just in translation, we've lost two thirds of two thirds of the original. We've meaning. lost
1: two thirds of the meaning mm-hmm. of those words. Uh, but uh, we don't have everybody to learn Greek and Hebrew, which would be ideal, by the way, the best. And we'll, and we'll talk about how to how to do that. Fortunately for us, uh, but. Uh, so when you're translating the original language and I and remember I talked about the original scripts were, mm-hmm. were preserved Qumran scrolls confirmed it that it was preserved right. um, and they would translate from the Greek and Hebrew into English uh, and so what they did is three different approaches one is called word for word
3: mm-hmm.
1: and that is um, I'm reading a word in the Hebrew. Um, I'm going to give it my best idea mm-hmm. of, of a word in English that comes cl- close to that. Um, I'm not going to add anything to it. I'm not going to interpret it at all. I'm going to just give you a word that at least gets as close as possible to that to that meaning. And and when I right. give you a great example, is. Um, we have a word, love.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: well, in the Greek and Hebrew, what we would read as love, there's a different meaning to that. Is right. it the word love? Yes. But there's different types of love.
2: Right, and different connotations and situations. Different
1: connotations. So it would be uh, is that's kind of a physical attraction mm-hmm. uh, uh Uh, excuse me, filio is brotherly love, uh, is um, I have an affection as a uh, person toward you. Um, There's a sensual love, physical love, and then there's agape, which is uh, spiritual love Mm -hmm. and favor and all that God has. Well, because of the English translation, we don't know what those individual words mean.
2: They just are love uh, they're every just time loved. they show up, and then of course yeah. we
1: interpret it, you know, with a certain thing. But it's called word for word, and the Bible verses or Bible versions uh, are uh, the New King James. The King James is a word for mm-hmm. word, but it's uh, hard to read. New King James is word for word. The uh, the New American Standard Bible is word for word, mm-hmm. and the newest Bible called the English Standard Version ESV is word for word.
2: Yeah, and that's a favorite among a lot of people right now. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, the next one is called Thought for Thought. Uh, and that is that, and actually I was in seminary when this was being developed for the NIV, is um, there were 50 uh, professors around the world, seminary professors, and they would be working in various sections and they would submit it to you know committees and they would take the Greek and Hebrew and they'd say, okay, I'm going to try to give you the best thought that I have for this with a little bit of help so that you can get a deeper meaning, in their mm-hmm. opinion, a deeper meaning of it. Um, but what we're getting in the NIV, which is a thought for thought, and the uh, RSV is a thought for thought, is um, a little bit of when they were done. So when I was in seminary, it was in the 70s, mm-hmm. and my professors were from the 70s, theologians, you're getting a little bit of what they would interpret as their their viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So it's not as a pure. A little bit of cultural bias. Not as pure. So like, for example, um, uh, a verse that, that you and I uh, speak about often uh, in John 8, 31 mm-hmm. to 32, if uh, you abide in my word, you'll know the truth, truth will set you free. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. Uh, that's what the new king james says that's what the esv says
2: right but niv says remain right
1: well it says something different is that oh doesn't uh, uh by the way the greek and hebrew the mm-hmm. greek there says the word abide if you abide mm-hmm. in my word you'll know the truth to stay free the niv says this if you hold to my teaching
2: oh that's right
1: you'll know the truth okay now mm-hmm. as as somebody in the english particularly in the culture that we grow up in, if you hold to my teaching, what does that imply to you?
2: That it's strictly an obedience thing.
1: If you do what I say Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: follow my principles, you'll know the truth. Well, that's not really what it says. It says if you Mm -hmm. abide in me, you'll know the truth. And and the deeper meaning of abiding is be with me, walk with me, spend time with me, dialogue with me, which is what we're talking about in terms of prayer,
3: Mm -hmm. and
1: I'll lead you to the truth. Right. And by the way, that'll give you the joy of freedom of, of life. Uh, so it's not quite as good. Uh, it, it sticks to the original. It's real, it doesn't mm-hmm. drift from that. But yeah, there's certain ones that yeah, they're just not really clear on what the word says. Okay, that's second. Third one is called a paraphrase.
3: Mm-hmm. A
1: paraphrase is, um, uh, and by the way, mostly they've read the English, Uh, They sometimes go back to the original languages, but um, I'm going to give you what I think it means. Mm -hmm. And
2: I always call that sloppy seconds, sloppy seconds. And
1: (laughs) it's way off. A lot of times Mm -hmm. it's way off because they're humans interpreting things in their own lifestyle Mm -hmm. and saying, I think it means this. And it's not even close to mm-hmm. the original language at all because I've added my own stuff to it. So like if you said you and Dan are going to go write a paraphrase and you and you were as good as you could be, what version are we reading?
2: The Kathy and Dan. The Kathy and Dan <laughs>
1: version, which is not the word of God mm-hmm. because you didn't stay to uh, principles of how to translate it. Right. You've added your own thinking. So a paraphrase and, and I, I, I know I, I get a lot of flack on this, but it's absolutely true. If you're reading a paraphrase, you're not reading the Bible. Mm. You're reading somebody's opinion of the Bible. Right. Uh, now, for brand new believers, um, I say, sure. Get into it. It's helpful.
2: It's a starting point. It's not least. awful. Yeah.
1: But I need to wean you off of that fairly quick. Mm-hmm. That as you're starting to see, oh, I like this. Okay, now let me get you into the Word of God. Um, mm-hmm. And because if you stay there, you're going to get fuzzy and you're not going to ultimately go to truth because it's not truth.
3: Right.
1: Um, it doesn't, a lot of times it's not like way off, but it's not the true Word of God. So that ideally then if you're, if you're, and what I say is uh, if you can, it's um, get to the word for word primarily. Mm-hmm. So... You know, the one that I use is the New King James and the ESV, uh, and even then, I know something. Mm-hmm. I'm only getting a third of the meaning.
2: Right. So. And so, even then, going back and digging into the original Greek yeah, and Hebrew and yeah. using tools for that is a so great resource. In yeah. my
1: journal, uh, what I do, uh, I was thinking if I have, I guess I don't have it here in my office, but um, uh, it's. Uh, I'm writing out the verses uh, of what I, and by the way, longhand is really important because mm-hmm. you notice things right? Uh, as opposed to reading it from your computer and you kind of skim over it, is no, you write it out longhand, you really start to notice words. Mm-hmm. And what I do then is I circle, oh, I'd like to know, uh, you know, what that word means here about uh, abide, for example. I'd like to know mm-hmm. what that is. What's the word for truth? And I'll circle it. Then what you can do is go to a uh, app. Uh, one of the apps that I use is called StudyLight.org.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue the, Letter Bible app has a great one too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and you go to uh, the Bible app, Bible study, and it's called Interlinear Bible. Mm-hmm. And so, in Bible and study, uh, StudyLight.org, uh, you go to Interlinear Bible, and I want to look up John eight. Mm -hmm. So I put in John, put in uh, chapter 8, and up comes for that chapter all of the Greek words for that particular verse. And Mm -hmm. it has English underneath it. So uh, I go and I click on the word abide. Up comes a whole page Mm -hmm. of what does that mean? Now I'm getting the depth of the truth of that word because I went past the limited English mm-hmm. and I went to the original Greek and Hebrew, and they have to give me the whole page of words <laughs> that means that one word.
2: Right. Which is right. really
1: quite fun. It's like, oh, that, you know, that. Uh, I think you yesterday.
2: Can give such depth of meaning to yeah, things, right? Yeah. Uh,
1: I think yesterday uh, we were using an example, and uh, uh, you were saying, well, that word means hupamina. Uh, well, you okay? You've done some research on that because you've right. gone into the Greek and Hebrew. What does that word mean?
2: That word—it's the word for indoors. And hoopomino um, actually talks about persevering and staying steadfast. But it's got a deeper meaning than that. In that, when you Take apart the word parts. Hoopo is to come under the authority of, yep. and "meno" is actually the word for abide, which is to sojourn, to tarry, to remain, to be held continually. And so enduring really is coming under the authority of abiding with God, and that is how we endure and persevere.
1: Okay, so so take that uh, further. Uh, you read it in the English. Mm-hmm. It says endure. Right. Okay. If you stop there. You would interpret that naturally how?
2: Um, honestly, I would like, oh, I just have to put up with it. <laughs> I've just got to endure this. I've got to, because <laughs> the
1: English meaning of endure is put up with. Right. Uh, allow it to still be there mm-hmm. uh, and don't walk away from it. Right. Uh, and I guess I guess you're just going to have to live with it. Mm-hmm. Endure, live with it. I, I endure this awful thing. Well, okay, you went to the Greek and Hebrew, or you went mm-hmm. to the Greek in this one. Um, what did you learn? How did that change what you now understood yeah, about that? That about changes
2: that? it. Changes your perspective drastically because now, rather than just putting up with. It is, I need to find out what God has to say and come under surrender to the authority of what he has to say about this and walk into it. And that is where my strength to get to the next thing is, is coming under the authority of what he says. Yeah. Okay. That so, changes my response. I'm then an active participant in the enduring too.
1: Okay, so you write out the verse, circle the word.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I wonder what that means. You go and find out. And instead of, I guess it means this. Mm -hmm. You said, "Well, now I know what it means." Right. Okay. Now that you know what it means, how does that impact your life? What What do you do differently now that you know that?
2: I respond to that differently. That changes how I interact with God when I hit a circumstance that calls for endurance. (laughs) (laughs) You know.
1: Yeah, because now you're saying, "Well, I need to come under the authority of of abiding in God." Mm -hmm. So now instead of putting up with.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What do you where do you go?
2: I'm going to ask him questions, what he has to say and going to his truth to see what his authority is on what I'm what I'm questioning or dealing I'm
1: coming with. under the authority of what you have to say, which means I got to hear what you have to say. What do you have to say?
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: what does that mean in terms of what you are going to fulfill because right. you know something about authority. I'm leading you to covenant because I'm going to deliver right. it to you the best and none better. Um, and it changes everything. See, you see how, mm-hmm. how it works?
2: Oh, absolutely. From the
1: English, eh, I guess I just got to put up with it. But mm-hmm. as you go into the truth, in, in which originally we have to There's get to the so original language. More. And by the way, everybody can learn it. And the beauty of it is, is that literally because of the last you know 10 or 15 years, prior to that, a lot of people couldn't get there.
2: Right, but now technology makes it so easy.
1: But everybody, including my grandchildren, Mm -hmm. know how to do that. They're probably
2: better at it than we are. (laughs) They're like, boom, boom,
1: you know. But they understand something is, oh, that's what that means. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: What then does that mean for me? And what else do I need to know about that? And how do I take that instead of what I thought, which was just put up with it? Mm -hmm. It means coming to the authority of God. Well, God, what does that mean for me? And see. You're abiding, like I'm sure it did for you when you got there, is like okay. Well, then if that's true, which I believe it is,
3: mm-hmm.
1: how do I come under the authority of God through abiding? Right. That's what abiding looks like.
3: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: then, if that's so, then how do I experience that? Uh, I just had a, we did a retreat where we were teaching people about God's will, and it was, is it knowable?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, how specific is it? Personal and very specific, and it's all all from the scriptures. Right. So the guy says, "Well, then, if that's true, then don't I have to learn how to hear what God has to say?"
3: Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs>
1: now that you see that, and you and you're abided in that truth, God's got to walk you into that answer.
3: Because
1: mm-hmm. if 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 he's saying I got to follow his will, and it's specific, don't I have to be able to hear what he has to say? Yes. Right. Well, then I got to learn that. Okay, great. Let's go learn that, and God will walk you into that. That's what abiding is all about. If you know, if you abide in my word, you'll know the truth to set you free. So, uh, the whole discussion we've had today is that it's a heart for truth, and the truth is going to be out of the word. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, if we're going to really go into it, we all have to learn uh, to at least write the verses out.
2: Mm-hmm. If you like
1: NIV, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily switch with it, but don't leave it at that. Right. So if you look at uh, John 8, if you if you, uh, uh, you know, uh, hold to my teaching, well, then circle that. And you'll go see, oh, that word's abide. Right. What does that mean? And it goes deeper. And take and that's, further. that's what's yeah. driven you. And everybody, if you're going to go to truth, ultimately we have to get to the depth of the Greek and Hebrew and then say, well, what does that mean?
3: Mm-hmm. How does
1: that work? Um, how do I experience that? And that's the beauty of abiding because what? I have a heart to go to truth and I'm going to find truth in a world of chaos. Right. So instead of staying in the chaos, kind of the, your whole word of enduring the chaos,
3: mm-hmm.
2: we'll
1: go come under the authority of abiding with God and he'll get you the truth. I mean, so how cool
2: Absolutely. is that? So we're, cool. we're out of time
1: already. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that was a good discussion. I think it's important to, to bring everybody back to those basics just about how to pursue truth. Yeah, it
1: really well. is. And well, we're yeah. going gonna to keep going. Last time we talked about Nehemiah's prayer. We're going to keep going tomorrow good. and yeah. actually we'll apply what you just let us down of how did, how did Nehemiah do that?
3: Yeah, uh, Which is
1: about this aspect of prayer and, and abiding. So we'll, we'll pick it up tomorrow. So hope you had a, a good explanation. If you have questions about this, by the way, about versions and how does it work and how do I get to the Greek and Hebrew and how do I apply that, uh, send us on the YouTube and or uh, questions at com And we'd love to talk about that with you because we, we're all about the joy and it's nothing but yes. a thrill to see, oh, that's what you're trying to say to me. And how fun is that?
2: I agree. I love it. Love to see God's word come alive. So thanks for joining us, everyone. And thank you, Rich, for your insight, as always. Have a great day, everyone.
1: We'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments